Dirty pop. Yo. Sick and tired of hearing all these people talk about What's the deal with this pop life and when is it gonna fade out The thing you got to realize what we're doing is not a trend We got the gift of melody, we're gonna bring it till the end, come on And what's up, party people? And welcome to a brand new episode of the Pop Culture Collective, found exclusively right here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. And that's right, it's me, it's me, it's JCB, Johnny Bones, back again, ready to bring you the 2020, the first official edition of the 2023 pop culture news and reviews right here at the PCC, but I cannot do it alone. So introducing my co-host for this evening, you may hear him on the Smoking Jays, also found right here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. Let's give it up for the one and the only, Just Jared. What's up, up, what bro? Up, what up? What up, what up? Ready to share all this pop culture news and excitement Plenty on the docket, sir. Plenty on the docket. Plenty on the docket. We are recording this on the 19th, so we are 19 days into the new year. But before we get into the exciting news, let's start off with talking about some of those that we've already lost in 2023. There is unfortunately a very long list of names that could take up probably the next hour for us to discuss, but I want to talk about couple names one of them just came up today uh david crosby from Mm. crosby stills and nash iconic musical group uh from the 60s i mean david crosby is one of the founding members of crosby stills and nash uh, and a member of the birds and also the birds uh definitely one of the most celebrated musicians of his generation died at the age of 81 today uh, what a loss for the music industry really is. True. Very true. Um, member of, of a band that plenty of foundational songs from my childhood. So mm-hmm. um, also uh, speaking of foundational songs, Lisa Marie Presley, daughter of the late Elvis Presley, mm-hmm. um, was rushed to a local hospital at which point uh she did not make it due to suspected cardiac arrest. Uh, she was only the ripe age of 54. Yeah, that's really, that's young. Um, so. Robbie Bachman, the drummer of Bachman Turner Overdrive, another mm-hmm. musician. Yep. Um, another Robbie, uh, Robbie Knievel, son of the Evil famous Knievel. Evil Knievel. Mm-hmm. Um, just crazy, like. Yeah. Jeff Beck, Jeff Beck, another music figure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not that any age is particularly acceptable to lose because it's always unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you had Crosby and then Beck. Uh, Crosby was 81. Beck was 78. So, yeah, I mean. Still yeah. young in the grand scheme of things, but uh, uh, a decent life. Um, yeah, but I mean, to, to piggyback off of that, if you want to, I mean, unfortunately also, I mean, everyone here knows I'm a huge wrestling fan. I know we have some listeners here that enjoy the wrestling talk as well. 
just earlier this week, we lost uh, a wrestler, Jay Briscoe, at the age mm-hmm. of 38 years old uh, from a very tragic, fatal uh, car crash. Terrible. He was in the car with his two daughters. His two daughters are currently both in the hospital. One underwent surgery earlier today. Again, this is now Thursday, the 19th. Uh, haven't read any reports on how she did with it, but there was, but I know the uh, her mother, uh, Jay's wife, uh, did post about, you know, please sending prayers, hoping that uh, the daughter can walk again. So mm-hmm. I don't know how what the injuries were, how serious it was. The other daughter was in critical but stable condition after Jesus. the accident. Uh, really unfortunate. Just remind you, wear your seatbelts. You know, yes. picked up his daughter from cheerleading practice. They had their seatbelts on. He didn't have his on, and they had a head-on collision coming home from cheerleading practice. You never know. It it it, it could things could end just like that. You know, it's really unfortunate. Uh, that we're only 19 days in already losing some of these big names, but this is the circle of life. You know, unfortunately, we're going to talk about this a lot this year. People, you know, that we lost because it's just, it's just the the way it is. Yeah. uh, Let's move on to some more positive talks about how the year is already shaping up. But I do want to get into some sports talk. Jared, I know this is right in your wheelhouse. Uh, let's talk about the NFL playoffs, getting ready for the, uh, the, the, the divisional round. And also making some of the uh, the picks for the international team. So uh, please let all of our listeners know what's been going down. So the the divisional round is set and ready to rock out. In fact, we are just 48 hours away from from the beginning of the divisional round. Um, We have the Chiefs and the Jaguars kicking off the divisional round weekend um, at 4.30 on Saturday. We have the uh, Giants and Eagles. Uh, Anyone here in the tri-state area, that's going to be a big deal. Um, We have the Buffalo Bills hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. That's going to be probably one of the better games of the weekend. And then we will be rounding out the weekend, the Cowboys heading on out to San Francisco, um, and they will be playing the 49ers led by um, Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy. So for those of you not sports fans or not familiar with that terminology, uh, Mr. Irrelevant is a nickname awarded to the very last NFL player drafted in the previous year's draft or in that respective year's draft. Brock Purdy was the last drafted player in his NFL draft. Um, He was the third string guy. Um, Primary quarterback went out with a major knee injury. Then their next guy up, uh, Mr. Jimmy Garoppolo went down with an injury. Here comes Brock Purdy and eh, not a lot of expectations. A lot of people said, well, there goes the Niners season. And Brock Purdy, as of this moment, has not lost a single NFL game that he has started in. So for a brand new rookie player, that's pretty damn good. Um, so big games this weekend. Very excited for that. Um, you did mention the international games. So uh, the NFL previously had played some games in London. 
um, they use the Tottenham Hotspur stadiums, um, as well glory, as Wembley Stadium. Glory, Tottenham Hotspur. Glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur. Glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur. Oh, I forget what the last line is. Oh, Doc's going to be so upset with me. Well, Sorry, you know Doc. What? I let you down. He should have. He should have been here to finish the song for Ooh, us. Burn, oh yeah, shots burn. fired, shots fired. And then they also host a game at Wembley Stadium. Um, the new Freshy Fresh, I guess. The Freshy Fresh for 2022, um, and oh, now wait, continuing. Jared. What's that? And the Spurs go marching on. Woo! I think that was it. Um, the new or, Freshy or I just Fresh. Made that up. Well, it sounded good, so we're going to let it ride. Um, the new thing in 22 that they will be continuing in 23 is a game in Germany. So, Sprechen Sie Deutsch. Um, so, the NFL did announce uh, the teams that will be playing international. Um, both the Chiefs and the New England Patriots will be hosting games in Germany. Where, uh, whereas the Bills, Titans, and Jags, uh, Jaguars, for those not familiar, the Jaguars will all be playing in London. Uh, the Bills and Titans will be the home teams for the two uh, Hotspur Stadium games. Jags will be the host for the game at Wembley. Um, that just came out actually hot, fresh out the kitchen today. We are. It is Thursday, right? Moving that body and everywhere that you listen, sipping on Coke and rum. I'm like, so what? I'm trying. Careful, I don't want you being on an underage girl. (laughs) Jesus. Yep, I said that. Of course, you went there. Yep, sure. Moving on. Um, So, very excited for that. Um, Primarily because the international game, time difference, and all that good stuff, um, because of the time difference my game is guaranteed to be on national TV. It'll be on the national broadcast. So that'll be cool to see. Um, the German uh, Germany game this year was very successful, highly viewed, um, very, very heavy fan participation. Um, German fans are just rabid animals, as you would expect. So uh, looking forward to that. Um I think that's about it on sports. Um, so let's talk. Uh, did you happen to see the news about Alec Baldwin? Yo, that news is crazy. So whole, first of all, let, let's let's kind of set the table here for the listeners that don't know what's going on. Right. So, so go ahead. Uh, yeah, you could, uh, take Alec it. Baldwin murdered a puppy. And I'm just kidding. That's terrible. I would never... That's a horrible, horrible thing. No, you're making our listeners just like cringe at times because you have the most uncomfortable jokes sometimes. I well, I mean, would you prefer I switch switch gears and go to dad jokes? Oh god. I don't know what's worse. I mean, we could try them out and find out if you'd like. No? All right. Don't don't tease um, me at a good time. So uh not only Alec Baldwin, but also the weapons handler, um, on the set of the movie Rust. Both are being charged with uh, manslaughter 
so uh, Alec Baldwin was uh, rehearsing some scenes, I believe it was, uh, on set for the movie. Um, and the uh, armorer, I guess, did not check the prop gun and led to the fatal shooting of the film's cinematographer. So uh, it's been over a year of investigation. Um, the cinematographer, Hel Helena? Helena Hutchins, we're going to go with that, mm -hmm. um, was shot in the chest October 21st, 2021, as they were rehearsing the scene um, and uh, unfortunately succumbed to her injuries. Um, there were also things coming out about uh, they were using a less expensive um, armory team. Mm. I guess that's what it would be called. Um, and basically the Colt 45 revolver being used in the scene had live, live ammunition. Live rounds. Had, had actual bullets. Um, it's crazy though how there's got to be more to the story on why Alec Baldwin is being charged with this. He so, was just the man that pulled the trigger, and it was correct. involuntary. I understand it's, it's involuntary manslaughter. Involuntary but... manslaughter. Um, the actual armorer, uh, who is the person who's basically their sole responsibility is check the guns. Right. Like, they are being charged with flat-out manslaughter. Well, as they should, so, but I still feel, I almost feel bad that Alec Baldwin's getting sucked into this. He was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. So the wrong trigger at the wrong time. Well, the, uh, yeah. Just, uh, it's unfortunate. So that's, uh, that's a movie I don't look for. Although, look, I mean, to be honest, this is not the ever, first. Did they ever finish the movie? You know, that's. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, do we even know how far along they were in shooting the movie? Oh, geez, I said shooting the movie. Wow. Probably, no pun intended, you know, when they were Oof. filming the movie. There we uh, go. When this happened. So. Um, so it, we're going to, we're going to use uh, the, the only reputable source for these types of things. Uh, the Internet Movie Database, otherwise known as IMDB.com. Mm -hmm. um, so as of right now. That doesn't seem like that's the right one, but I stand corrected. It actually is. Uh, Rust currently has no release date, so I, I don't know that they have finished it. Uh, production was halted, and I don't see anything stating that they resumed it. I can't see them continuing this and finishing the movie. Before the incident, on. six union workers walked off the set due to safety concerns, um, at which point they were replaced by non-union workers. Several mm -hmm. days prior, another firearm incident occurred and a firearm safety complaint was made. Wow. Hmm. There's a lot more to this story then. Yeah. That we're just not finding. We'll find out about it soon enough. So this obviously is not the first um, accidental shooting on a movie set. 
Um, mm. I'm sure there's plenty of examples that we won't know of offhand, Brandon uh, Lee. but most famously Brandon Lee from the mm-hmm. crow. Um, and I believe that was uh, a dummy round and the paper wadding uh, discharged and shot him. Right. I think, yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. So there's of course an editorial from the LA times um, the only way to prevent these type of tragedies is to ban guns from movie sets. I don't see how that really works out. I think that's a little excessive. But yeah, you know, well, I mean, if we want to talk about some movies that are finished and coming out very soon, shoot your shot. Get, we should get into some uh, MCU talks. You know, that's right up both of our alleys. Um, it is. So we've talked about a lot at, at nauseum at times uh, last year in 2022, because, you know, we're huge MCU fans. We're watching what's currently going on and getting ready for what's to come next. Well, the next big film is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. This Dang is going gang. to be a very pivotal, pivotal uh, movie in the phase five slash phase six, phase six or what are they calling the the multiverse saga aspect mm. or portion now of the mcu uh before we get into talks about the movie itself i want to talk about the characters that we're going to see or be introduced to yep so obviously we're gonna we're gonna have scott lang as ant-man we're gonna have hope van dyne as the wasp jonathan majors as we know is coming back to be the big bad now in mcu as kang the conqueror oh i cannot uh, wait there are rumors, well, rumors, reports that we're going to see a lot of variants, a lot of versions of Kang the Conqueror in this movie, hence the quantum realm, different timelines and things opening up like that. Um, we're going to see Michelle Pfeiffer's going to return as Janet Van Dyne as the original Wasp. Michael Douglas, great casting, is going to come back as Hank Pym, uh, the original creator uh, an inventor of the Pym Particle, which was uh, created the original Ant-Man suit. Yep. And then uh, Catherine Newton is coming on to play Cassie Lang as Scott Lang's daughter. Now, I want to talk about Cassie Lang because if you we notice in the trailers, if you haven't seen the trailer, we might give some spoilers here. So if you don't want to hear a spoiler, I'll give you three seconds to uh, fast forward. Three, two, one. Okay. In the comics... Uh, I'm sorry, in the movie, we do see that Cassie Lang does put on a suit of some kinds. Yep. People might wonder, well, what is that suit? <clears throat> and when Cassie Lang was introduced in the comics to the Marvel Universe, she was introduced in one of the first issues of the Young Avengers, which we've also alluded to that in the past on past episodes because um, we're being introduced to a lot of children of the Avengers. You know, we have Billy and oh gosh, uh, why can't uh Wanda shit. Wanda and Vision's uh two boys. Uh but but in the comics they are superheroes in the Young Avengers. We got introduced to Hulk's son Scar at the end of She-Hulk. We already met Kate Bishop who was the protege of Hawkeye. Um we have Yelena Belova, the sister of Black Black Widow. So we already have the 
the the foundation has been set already for a young avengers spin-off or series or film to eventually join the mcu but anyway going back to cassie lang so at two different times in the comic books she doned um two different doned is doned the word yeah doned 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 don't 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 you uh, don't forget two, about me two different uh two different character names uh one is called the stinger and the other is called stature from reports that i've read the costume that she's wearing in the movie is is going to be stature not stinger mm. i don't know where the word stature comes from in terms of her character but hopefully we'll find out a little more in the movie, but we are going to see Cassie Lang officially introduced now into the MCU as a viable uh, force down the road, probably in this multiverse saga against Kang. Uh, I love, I love how like since phase four, we're being introduced to so many new characters. Like we talked about this back in phase one, two, three, four, or one, two, and three. There was a large gap in between phases one to three, where we got over the span of six, seven, eight years, we got introduced to different characters. Now it's like every few months, cool, here's someone new. Cool, here's someone new. Cool, here's someone new. But we're still waiting two years, three years at this point for the next team up movie, which I'm getting really excited for. Um I, I'm I'm ready for it. Um I yeah. love that. They are uh, they're starting to lay all the foundational pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we talked about it before that uh, they are basically we're starting from scratch again. Um, so we have to rebuild. I mean, you think about like we talked about it a couple times how how many years it took for them to build all those pieces. Mm-hmm. of iron man and then thor and then this one and then that one and then throw this one in there that one in, like how many years it took to set all those pieces in place and i mean it's clearly they're not going to wait that long right but but yeah, also incorporate characters who were not under the disney umbrella like spider-man and hulk and still yep. getting them into the story before they finally got the rights to them, which I know they're still working on that. But, you know, so yeah, a lot of work they did, but now, but so look at that over the span of eight years. And now look what they've done over the past three years alone, how much content they give, they've given us in such a short amount of time. You got to give them credit. That means they're working their asses off night and day. A-E-V-I-N is working to the, the ends of the earth. uh, That's right. Or the, uh, the ends of the timeline. Maybe he has everyone. Maybe he, Kevin, K E V I N, has different variants, and every variant is working on a different aspect. That's right. Of the MCU. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about now. Anyway, sounded good. A couple, couple other uh, characters we're going to be seeing or introduced to. We are going to see the return of Jimmy Woo, the uh, the best Woo. FBI agent out there in the MCU right now. Jimmy Woo is going to be coming back. Um, we're going to see Corey Stoll back in the movie too but Corey's not going to be playing Darren Cross otherwise known as Yellow Jacket he Modoc. will be he will be coming in as Modoc Modoc is a mutated cybernetically enhanced individual with an oversized head 
I'm sure if once you see him, even if you're not a comic book fan, you've probably seen this image of the Modoc character at some point on a comic or on a cartoon. He was portrayed a lot, this character, in the cartoons, uh, the Avengers cartoons, you know, X-Men cartoons, stuff like that. So you've definitely seen Modoc at some point. So looking forward to seeing that. I do believe, if I remember correctly, in one of the trailers that has come out for Ant-Man, I think the yellow jacket suit does get used again, but for good this so. time. I believe I saw that in there. Uh, maybe, maybe that could be uh, Janet Van Dyne just hops into a new suit and takes the could yellow be. jacket or something. But um, quick trivia question. Let's go without cheating. Oh God! Okay. What does Modoc stand for? Well, I'll give you a hint. The first letter. There's three, mutated. three. Di- there's three different options, and it's not mutated. No. Um. Yeah, you know what? I'm. I, I can't even. So the three options for M is either mental, mobile, or mechanized, but uh, okay. most commonly mental. Okay. Mental organism designed only for killing. Well, shit. Modoc. That's um, and I never knew what that stood for. That is pretty intense. <laughs> it is. It is intense. Like um, intense. And anyone who uh, has played, um, wow, Marvel superheroes, either uh, two, I believe, Modoc was in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Modoc was in. Oh, Lego, the, the, the Lego Marvel superheroes right, right. too. Okay. Yes, um, mm-hmm. which again is how I heard about Kang and mm-hmm. Ravona Renslayer and all that. Right. It's through the Lego games. So now I'm going to have to have my kids go back and play the games before we go and see the before movie. the movie. My my wife and I started rewatching the Ant Man movies. We just got done watching the first Ant Man, and now we're getting ready to watch rewatch Ant Man and Wasp as we prepare for quantum mania. Uh, but one last character, we can't forget the return of Bill Murray coming back as Lord Kryler. He's the governor of the lavish Oxia community in the quantum realm. Love how Bill Murray shows up in the MCU. Uh, the movie here, Jared, is, like I said earlier, is going to be very pivotal in the Kang dynasty in the multiverse mm-hmm. saga, because now we're going, we've only really been introduced loosely to Kang earlier on in the ant-man movies and also uh, once again as he who remains a variant of kang in the loki series which was back in 2021 so now that he's coming back as the main villain in this movie is going to really lay the groundwork for the rest of phase five leading up to this first team-up movie which leads me now to question who else are we going to see show up in ant-man and wasp. I I think we are going to see um in some way, shape, or form, I think we're gonna see more Loki or TVA related uh people. Like Mobius because and Mobius could show up. Could be. Wow. Um I, I I just think that somehow because Think about like I, I know again we have to we have to really we have to power up the wayback machine um, 
and go back to the original Iron Man movie mm-hmm. and movies and think about how each and every one of those post credit scenes, how that set up something moving forward in the right. MCU timeline. Mm-hmm. So now we, we kind of wipe that out. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, Multiverse of Madness kind of opened that up. Right. But uh, Spider-Man did first, though. True. I think Spider-Man No Way Home really opened it up. True. Um, so we're going to have a lot of post credit scenes that we're going to have to watch. Right. So I'm, I'm intrigued. I really am. I'm intrigued. I'm curious to see what um, what we are going to look forward to in the post credit scenes and post credit scenes of everything else um, on the slate for phase five and phase six. Right. So, because I'm trying to remember what movie was it where we got our first glimpse of Thanos? That was in, uh, no, Guardians of the Galaxy. Volume two, I believe. I It had to have been a Guardians. At least the mention of Thanos first happened in the Guardians movies because, you know, Father nope. of Nebula and Gamora. Am nope. I right? Was nope. I wrong? God damn it. You know what? I wish Brother Wade was on with us today because... He just got off uh, the Avengers cruise, and he was telling us last night when I was recording New Normal Wrestling with him, also found exclusively right here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network, just recorded our 2022 Normie Awards show. Um, but he said he he was won this, uh, this trivia thing. A bunch of people had all this crazy trivia about the MCU, about comics, stuff like that, and he ended up winning it. Um, dude is like a walking encyclopedia. Speaking of that, because I mentioned the word cyclopedia, check this out, Jared. Mm-hmm. My Marvel encyclopedia right here on my desk. New edition with an introduction by Stan Lee. This was my Christmas gift from our very own John Grill just oh. last year. <laughs> okay. So... I usually have that sitting next to me on the couch whenever I'm watching the MCU. Just so I can go back in and reference something. Start to page real quick. Mm-hmm. So uh, according to the Google machine, the very first sighting or very first mention-ish of Thanos in the MCU was in 2012's The Avengers. The first Avengers? Yes. Okay. Um, so I'm trying to get that's a character biography. I don't care about that. Um, but yes, so the first appearance was in 2012's the avengers so his first time so we actually saw him in the first avengers movie so the mcu be uh, this is according to good old wikipedia 
Has it been MCU how began the first Avengers movie? Oh yeah, and I clearly need to go back. Wow. The MCU yeah. began building towards Thanos in the Avengers, in which Damon Portier mm-hmm. uh, portrayed the character in an uncredited cameo appearance. It was Joss Whedon's idea to include Thanos in the film, as his only instructions from Kevin Feige were the film's villains should be aliens, and the rest was up to Whedon. In May of 2014, Josh Brolin signed a multi-film contract to portray Thanos, debuting in Guardians of the Galaxy. Gotcha. Okay. So his first. So I was. I was almost right. Right. Okay. But his okay. first visible appearance was in 2012, The Avengers. Gotcha. And so. they've they've loosely done that with Kang too, because I know we saw yep. Jonathan Majors in the original Ant Man, or was it the second Ant Man? I forget now. I just got to watch um, the first one too. Well, but either way, so, they already they already loosely, you know, he already kind of saw him uncredited, and then, you know, all these years later, remains. he who remains in Loki. And now we know he's going to be the big bad. And technically tying in future, future projects, mm-hmm. Kang is related to a certain fantastic character. Yes. Reed Richards, one of the, uh, in, in one of the universes, he is the son. No, uh, good. Like uh, second half, great half grandson son or, some or grandson shit. or something like that. Somehow related to Reed Richards. Uh, what version of Reed Richards that's going to be in the MCU, if they even allude to that, who knows? We know the Fantastic Four is coming eventually, um, at least later on in Phase Six to start off Phase Six, I believe. I but you know, as, as you said, this you know this is definitely leading into a lot of other things. I mean, after at least for this year for 2023, after Ant Man and Wasp: Quantumania, we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and then we have the Marvels. So those are the next. Those are the three films this year to start off uh, Phase 5. But while we're on the Phase 5 talk, let's also check out what they're bringing in for uh, the Disney Plus series. So according to Wikipedia's latest update, again, getting the the facts right now from Wikipedia, uh, What If Season 2? Is coming in early 2023. So excited. And then Secret Invasion, which is going to be awesome. I feel like that's going to have a pretty pivotal pivotal uh, part in the team-up portion of the multiverse saga. Because that's our first time seeing Nick Fury again since Endgame. Officially seeing Nick Fury back. Right. And so, not that we didn't know that it was canon... But Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness confirmed that uh, What If was canon by including specific references to What If right. in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes, like the, the zombie version, uh, the Sinister Zombie Strange, strange Sinister Strange. Made, made mention to the uh, Guardians of the Multiverse. Yep. So I am, I am very excited for What If. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, and that's a nice, easy thing to pull off because yeah, it's animated. So all yep. you need is your your voice. Mm-hmm. So oh, I can't. And we also can't forget also canon. We had Captain Carter show up in oh, live action. Uh, didn't last very long though because Scarlet Witch just fucking wrecked 
everyone. Animal. I love me some Haley Atwell. But Secret Invasion is going to be big this this year. And then we have Loki, Ironheart, Echo, Agatha Coven of Chaos. Those are, that's one, two, three, four. That's six Disney Plus series that are announced for uh, 2023 this year. So six different series. And then we have the three films. But again, it seems like it's a lot of series, but don't forget the series are only usually six episodes long, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, but then we got to go on real quick to kind of uh, foreshadow uh, or forecast what we have coming up for next year. Return to Captain America, baby. Captain America, New World Order, starting off in May of 2024. Well, with the new Captain America, Sam Wilson. Then we're going to have Thunderbolts, which will be a... Uh, a nice spin off of the uh, another another faction another group out there uh which mm-hmm. would be cool to see um and then blade really looking forward to blade and how he enters the MCU in the bigger picture here there's been a lot of talks and i keep foreshadowing this too the midnight suns yep. you know blade uh we already introduced the moon knight we know daredevil's coming back we already know spider-man Hopefully, we'll be seeing Punisher and Ghost Rider very soon also. But those are the Midnight Suns. Again, it's another version of the Avengers. Uh, we've alluded to this, too, a lot. In the comics, there's a lot of different versions of the Avengers. There's the Avengers, Avengers West Coast. There's the Street Avengers. There's the Defenders. There's the, well, in this case, the Thunderbolts. We have the um, the Young Avengers. There's the Dark Avengers. There's just so many different versions of the group. Uh Good or bad, hero, villain. Um, but I I love how they're bringing this all to light here in the MCU. And again, Quantumania, it's go- and we already started seeing it in No Way Home. Started seeing a lot of it in Multiverse of Madness. But now Quantumania is going to open up a lot more doors on how this can go. Yep. And, and I think that seriously did open a lot of the doors because, I mean... You could basically, anything you want to rewrite, anything you want to change, anything you want to recast, just, oh, variant. Whereas, Mm -hmm. you know, go old school, Rhodey, when Rhodey got recast. Right. We just had to accept it. Yeah. Like, hey, that's a completely different guy. And nobody spoke about it. Now we go, oh, it's a variant from an alternate timeline with, you know, another another version of Earth. Oh, okay. And that's the end of it. So, hmm. but I'm, I, I personally am very excited for, really very excited for everything this year, but I am most excited for Daredevil Born Again. Um, I know. I mean, we're not going to see that until phase six, but that's going to be true. That's gonna be awesome. I need I need me some Punisher. So real quick, I want to circle back to Rhodey, as in James Rhodes, mm. War Machine. When was he recasted? I don't even remember that. Uh, between Iron Man One and Iron Man Two. Oh, okay. Yep, Iron Man One. He was oh, played God, by right, played by Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard, and then then went yeah. to um. 
Don Cheadle. Uh, Don Cheadle, thank you. Okay, I totally forgot about that. I forgot that was a different person. Well, Don Cheadle's going to have a big part, too, in the next team up as well. We know we're going to be seeing him in um, Secret Invasion. We're going to see him in Ironheart. I believe. You believe? I believe. It's good to believe. No, no, I'm thinking of Sam Wilson. Sorry, I was mistaken. Because I know we, we saw Sam Wilson in Ant-Man. I was like, oh, we're going to see War Machine in Ant-Man? But no, scratch that. So we're on the topic of machines and technology mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all this good stuff. Are you um, going to let everyone know you're finally switching from Android to iPhone? Absolutely well, not. You hear that? You hear the booze? You hear the booze from our fans, from the crowd? They Ooh, can, the hell they can boo all you want. Um, going to be a hard pass on that. However, out. what is not a hard pass? Um, did you happen to check out the little trailer that just popped up? I don't know if you've heard of the show, uh, The Mandalorian. Oh, my gosh. Wow. How could we forget about that? Mando 3, that comes out in May of this year. March. March? Why did I think it was oh, May? I can't wait. Uh, oh my March. Well, I'm, I'm happy. To Papa. I'm happy that it's March. I could have sworn I saw May, but I'm I'm okay. I'm, March yep, is March first. Uh, they just released on Disney Plus the the second trailer for it uh, this week, mm-hmm. and it, dude, it looks so good. I've been waiting so long. When did Mando season two come out? Twenty um... one. It might have been, was it 20 or was it 21? Late 20? Well, either way, it's been long enough. Um, I think they did a good job of kind of conti- keeping up with the episodic series with, you know, Book of Boba Fett and, of course, Andor as well, which I still have not finished seeing yet. Have I have you? not watched any of it. Um, and by Book of Boba Fett, do you mean uh, The Mandalorian Season 2.5? Uh, loosely, yeah. Yes. So. So season two of The Mandalorian was 2020. Yeah, I figured it was late 2020. Yep, it was uh, the last episode of season two was December 18th of 2020. Yeah, right at the end of the year. Yeah, it's been a long time and everyone's been waiting for it. I mean, everyone everyone is a fan. I mean, I have a, a huge oversized Mandalorian bobblehead Funko Pop right here on my desk. And everything is Baby Yoda, a.k.a. Grogu. Grogu. Uh, Grogu using the force to throw that whatever monster that, that, that was. monster, that alien. Uh, Dude, my, my son has a lot of Grogu outfits. Mm-hmm. Onesies or just T-shirts, sweatpants, everything. Now... Mando, that's, see, that's going to be awesome. Mando 3 is going to be good. I yep. want to see. So what what we gather from the trailers is he's no longer a Mandalorian because um, I forget what because we, we saw that in the list. He took season. his helmet off. He took his helmet off. Right. You can't don't do that when you're a Mandalorian. He took his helmet Correct. off. Now, part of what he's supposedly doing in this season is working to regain his status as a Mandalorian. While also putting together his own little team Correct. of allies, former Mandalorians, things like that too, mm-hmm. um, which is 
I feel like this is going to be the most epic season of Mandalorian in terms of action. It's going to be big. Yeah. Just looking at some of those scenes that were popping up, that's going to be big. Did you notice the one thing that I popped for when I noticed the, I noticed in the second trailer, the scene where there was like four or five lightsabers out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, Oh, we got lightsabers. And I don't think it's going to immediately be anybody with the last name of Skywalker. Correct. I think we're over that at this point. There's no, no need for us to keep going back to Skywalker. No, no. Um, I think there are plenty of options to choose from. I think they are mm-hmm. going to choose from them. Yeah. Um, I also know that uh, it is possible that they are bringing back uh, some of the random characters that popped up in season two. Um, cannot for the life of me remember her name right now. Was um, it the other Mandalorian? Uh, yeah, there was like the two or three of them that showed up. Well, one of them is Sasha Banks, otherwise known as Mercedes Monet, uh, wrestling superstar. I don't think that was who I'm thinking of. <clears throat> hmm. This is a professional podcasting at its best right now. Absolutely. Uh, get our facts together as we so, Google search the yes. information. Um, so it was, it was basically the rescue scene. Um, but anyway, so uh, they were, she was like trying to get the Beskar sword mm-hmm. back. Yes. Um, it'll come to me and it'll come to me like, like right after we're done recording hours, hours when, from now. Yeah. I'll wake late, up tomorrow. When the nice lady from zoom goes, your recording has stopped. That's like, Oh, that was her name. Yep. That is exactly how that's mm-hmm. going to go. Um, so, uh, that is theorized to be one of the Mandalorians that pop up. Um, he is probably going to take a trip to Mandalore. Yes. Well, so, yes, he, he mentioned he was talking to Grogu. He said, Let's, we're going to go to Mandalore. He mentioned it in the trailer. And we have not... Oh, yeah, we've seen Mandalore back in season one, and he hasn't been there since he got exiled in season two. So he's like, yep. That's gonna be a it's gonna be a good, good little homecoming for him. Still cannot wait. Um, also, I uh, I mean he he's just he's just racking up the credits. Pedro Pascal. Not only will he be showing up on our televisions in 2023 as the Mandalorian, well, the return of the Mandalorian. Mm. Pedro Pascal also. Uh, in a little show called The Last of Us. Now, we discussed, um, I did not particularly uh, play the video games. I know you mentioned you did not either. I did not, no. Um, But Wowzers, reading some really great reviews on this show. There's been a lot of good reviews. Heard a lot of really good things about the show. 
I know um, our very own brother Wade was asking us all, hey, who's watching this? Because he's been really into it too. And I know it was even when it was the video game was out, it was huge. Um, you know what? Something I think can be worth us getting into at some point and discussing here on the show, Jared. The show or the video game? I don't have time to play video games. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, you're right. You're right. For, you're right. Come on. I got an 18 month old. He's oh, and it's a. If it's a PlayStation not, game? Yeah, yeah, I don't have time. I, I, I got Xbox anyway. And if he's not old enough to play video games, I am playing video games. Uh, well, see, that's where you're wrong. Let's go that's back. That's where you're wrong. Were Always you, make time. The Mandalorian you were referring to before, was that Bo-Katan? Isn't that a vacation destination? No. Bo-Katan was the female Mandalorian? Could be. Was that who you were referring to? She was one of Mandalore's fiercest leaders. Images. Yes. Bo-Katan, yes. baby. And uh, you know, we're gonna, you're also going to be seeing Moff Gideon. Mr. Giancarlo <sighs> Esposito. Esposito, yes. Oh, yeah. Um, and is it is it this year? Ahsoka? Um. I know there's been reports about the Ahsoka series coming out. I haven't seen it confirmed if it was going to be 2023 or not, though. But when I saw that that scene in the trailer with the lightsabers, makes me wonder: Is Ahsoka one of those one of those people? I really hope so. I really, really hope so. Gotta uh, tell you, you know who else is going to be in Mandalorian season three? In tell what me. role? It is still unknown, but uh. Once played a character named Dr. Emmett Brown. Christopher Lloyd <gasps> no is going to be in Mandalorian season three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very excited for that then. Yeah. I, I am honestly a little surprised by that. Um, but I guess not. I guess that makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. Um, you know who else curious. we're going to see? Tell me who we know very well from the MCU. Uh, more specifically, the Thor films. Uh, Taika Watiti. Yes. Is going to be in Mando season three as IG 11, the droid. I'm ready for that. Um, anything he seems to pop up in is always super entertaining. Mm -hmm. So. Love love some good quality uh, Star Wars content. Real quick side note. Mm -hmm. Quick side note. Um, speaking to somebody at work, because, you know, occasionally when you're at work, uh, you, you actually do work. But the majority of the time you find excuses not to do work. A uh, coworker mentioned a particular disdain for the Kenobi series. I happened and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the Kenobi series. It's been it was beginning of the year, so I would have to go back. I would love to go back and rewatch right. it though. But I thought it was a very good, very well done series. I thought maybe I lost it. Mm -hmm. I thought maybe I'm thinking of something else. Maybe I'm thinking of uh, something else with Kenobi that I was like, ah, maybe I'm I'm referencing something else in my mind. And in reality, I didn't like it. But nope, nope, I enjoyed it. Yeah, 
I did. Um, there are a lot of um, Star Wars purists that, besides Mandalorian, don't like what they're trying to do with the episodic series. They they think it's. I don't I don't know I don't want to speak for that. I don't know what they think, but there's a lot of people that just that have a little bit of like you said disdain towards certain episodic series. Except Mandalorian, everyone loves, which is great, you know. But you can't expect every single show. I, I see what they're trying to do with it really trying to expand on the Star Wars universe, but you can't expect every show to be exactly like Mandalorian. That, that's right. just it's fucking common sense. And you, you would think. Yeah, well, yeah, you would think. But they'll get over it. Really, yeah. seriously, they'll I get over so. it. Um, what else do we have to look forward to in the next few months? I, I feel like I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because once we start getting into late spring, early summer, Mm -hmm. I'm sure the year is going to very rapidly get away with us, get away from us. One thing we do have to look forward to here on the fourth wall pop network is this brand new schedule. The network has introduced to our listeners here in 2023. There's a new schedule. Tell me more. There is a brand new schedule. So the fourth wall pop network is no longer going to be releasing uh, any episodes on the weekends since we know that most of our listeners out there most of you out there listen to us on your commutes to and from work during the week that's when we get most of our listeners we want to make sure that we are filling you up with as much content as possible throughout the week so we have again a rotating two-week schedule monday through friday something new every day of the week with the exception maybe being wednesdays wednesdays is now our new wild card wednesday where that's going to be set aside for a lot of bonus content but but once a month, you will hear the podcast king himself, Brother Wade Ilson, bringing to you the most lavish podcast on one Wednesday a month. So keep your eyes open to the social media at Fourth Wall Pop and, of course, your ears here to your favorite podcast platform. Oh, oh, you in the back raising your hand for no reason. Hey. Quick question, Mr. Bones. Um, yes, sir. Is there is there a place where, like, I could find a, a layout or a calendar, Actually, like a visual representation? Funny you ask, because if you go to our social media, you can see the image of what our calendar looks like. Let me read you the calendar real quick. Let me let you know what the schedule is. So every Monday, you're listening to us right now on your Monday morning commute to work. You're going to hear the PCC, Pop Culture Collective with myself and just Jared, and hopefully with some friends, some OG friends, if you will, joining us in the booth for your Monday mornings every single week. Then on Tuesdays, one week, we're going to have Pop Sports Shorts. The week after that, a brand new show. Jared, you are very close to this to this new show on the network. Please let our listeners I, know I, I believe the new show is. Uh, who? who? Um, so I think I might know the host of the show. Um, that's Looks a lot like that's you. Right. It's me. It's me. It's JDE. Um, I'll be hosting <laughs> the the music that saved me. The music that saved me. Uh, we take an opportunity to interview our guest, mm-hmm. discussing the song, the album, the artist that may have saved that person that may have been their driving force in their life, or may have even determined the direction of their professional life. So 
a really good pilot episode out available right now in your favorite podcasting platforms um, with our very own Mr. John Grill and some very exciting stuff coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to even say who's it with. You're just going to have to go and check it out. Yeah, don't don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Tease us a little bit. You know, tickle the uh, the undercarriage a little bit and just get us ready. That's anyway, what I do. I tickle the undercarriage. So moving on. So that's our Tuesday. So once again, Wednesdays, be set aside for some bonus content on our wild card Wednesdays. And then one Wednesday a month, we're going to have Brother Wade with Most Lavish Podcast. Moving on to Thursdays. One week, we're going to have the Smoking Jays with yours truly, Johnny Bones. And of course, yours truly, that guy over there, Jess Jared. And of course, our third man in the booth, Dad Bod Extraordinaire, Dad Bod Enthusiast, if you will, Johnny G. Just three guys, three attitudes, three chapters, three attitudes. I totally messed that up. Anyway, talk about relationships, marriage, and parenthood. Three guys, three different chapters of life, three different stages of life. Uh, all three of us parents, all three of us married with kids. Crazy, crazy times mm. we discussed. We've also known each other for well over two decades, going on three decades. We've been friends and uh, yep. wow, our lives have changed. Anyway, moving on to ending. Oh, sorry. In the opposite week of Smoking Jays, we're going to have our very own Dusty Dave with the Crossroads podcast, Great Lifestyles podcast, talking about all mental health, uh, revolving around Dave's journey uh, to where he is today. If uh, you know, if you're interested in mental health, if you if you are someone that, that suffers from mental health, definitely tune in to Dusty Dave every other Thursday on the Crossroads podcast. And then rounding out your week, we got New Normal Wrestling each and every Friday for all you wrestling fans out there. We report on everything from WWE, AEW, NXT, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling, NWA, MLW. If it's noteworthy enough out there, we are going to watch it. We're going to report on it. It's going to be myself, Johnny Bones, the Dr. Kayfabe, Kayfabe Phil, and the one and the only, once again, the podcast king, Brother Wade Ilson. Coming up very soon, we are going to be on the road to WrestleMania in a few weeks. So if you are a wrestling fan and enjoy WrestleMania, be sure to tune in for the WrestleMania Menagerie, which is now an annual NNW staple here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. Yes, you in the back who's still raising your hand for no friggin' reason. Um, How can so, I help you? Sir, I just wanted to ask um, if if somebody was unsure um, maybe they misheard or they don't know how to rewind and listen back mm-hmm. um, when we bring it back. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a place that they could go to, perhaps a social media handle that they wow. could go to, to let view me, this calendar image? Let me tell you, yes, go back to either Instagram or Twitter at fourth wall pop. That's F O U R T H W A double L pop on your social media platforms. And with that, make sure if you're tuning in right now and you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button so you never miss any episodes right here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. So anyway, with all that being said, stay tuned for more big things coming up here on the PCC and, of course, here on the network. On behalf of Jess Jared, I'm Johnny Bones. We are the Pop Culture Collective. And until next week, we'll see you when we're looking at you.